Star Wars 7x7 episode 1176. So we know the planet Crate will factor into The Last Jedi. We are guessing that Princess Leia will end up on it, or General Leia, as she is known now, will end up on that planet. But it turns out that she is already familiar with Crate and, in fact, paid her first visit to it 37 years before The Last Jedi. Punch it, Chewie. <laughs> I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And yes, 37 years before the events of The Last Jedi, that's when Leia makes her first trip to Crate. So here's where the math comes in, all right? So we know that The Force Awakens takes place about 30 years after the events of Return of the Jedi, and Return of the Jedi takes place about four years before the events of the original Star Wars movie. And Leia, Princess of Alderaan, the new novel by Claudia Gray, takes place about three years before the events of A New Hope, because Princess Leia is 16 in this novel. Oh, and of course, The Last Jedi takes place right after The Force Awakens. So, 30 years plus 4 years plus 3 years. That's where we're getting 37 years, right? And so this gets spoilery here for you all. So if you have not read Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and you don't want it to be spoiled for you, then this is the part where you say, oh, I'll save this podcast for a later date and move on. And if you're okay with it being spoiled, then by all means, let's just go to it. So the reason that she ends up going to Crate has to do with her initial humanitarian journey to Wobani that we talked about a couple of podcast episodes ago. So as they are returning from Wobani, they have to make a hyperspace jump to an area that includes a place called Calderos Station. And this Imperial hub has been attacked by person or persons unknown. And of course, the Tanabe 4 jumping into there is immediately confronted with a series of TIE fighters and asked to identify themselves and they can prove that they were at Wobani so they weren't involved. But Oh my, this is Leia's first indicator of there being a conflict in the galaxy, any sort of attack on the Empire. And she's wicked curious about it, so she does some digging, and according to most of the records that she's able to find, like a lot of evidence of this has been washed away, and she's not sure whether it was done so by the Rebellion trying to cover their tracks, or whether it was done by the Empire trying to cover up so that way the general public wouldn't know that there were bad things happening. But prior to the whole event happening, she had had a whole bunch of stuff downloaded on her computer for her apprentice legislature stuff, and she was able to analyze that data and come to the conclusion that there were a couple of planets sending more traffic through that station than you might have expected, one of them being a lonely little out-of-the-way planet called Crate. So she decides to pursue this and see what's going on. She manages to make up an excuse for why they would possibly go to Crate, and they end up getting caught in a bit of a tractor beam. Her ship is drawn down to the surface. They are able to break it because it's not a very strong tractor beam, but they still crash land and need some assistance, and they end up getting picked up by a couple of armed people. I'm saying they, and I should probably clarify that. Leia is accompanied by Lieutenant Ress Batten, whom she impressed during their mission to Obani. So she, Ress is she, pilots their ship to Crate and ends up getting them caught in a weak tractor beam that 
does enough at least to make them crash land on the surface of Creighton as they are trudging and slogging through the salt, which is basically like sand for all intents and purposes. They're captured by a couple of armed guys, and the armed guys insist on bringing Leia by herself to their little settlement space, and Ress doesn't want to do that, of course, but Leia agrees. And she's brought to this little headquarters, which turns out to be a rebel outpost. And somebody hanging out at this rebel outpost, surprise, surprise, is none other than Bail Organa, her dad. And she gets to go, Daddy, what are you doing here? And this is how Leia gets introduced not only to the idea of a rebellion against the Empire, but of her father's participation in it, and by extension, her mother's as well. So as you can imagine, this leads to a stern talking to from her parents when she gets back to Alderaan. But she, of course, doesn't care. She's fine with that. She just wants to get involved. She wants to help. And this is the start of Leia getting involved in the rebellion, certainly at the reluctance of her parents who are thinking that if they don't tell her anything, that she will be safe if it turns out something bad happens to Bail or Brea. But Leia sees right through that even at 16 years old and says, yeah, that's not going to happen. If they do something bad and they're getting caught, it, they're going to destroy the whole family. They're going to destroy everything that means anything on Alderaan. And she, of course, is not thinking about possible planetary destruction at this point, but for all intents and purposes, it's kind of the same thing, just that the royal family would be gone and they would turn Alderaan into something resembling Wobani, where it used to be nice and now it's just a horrible mess. And that is the scoop of how Leia finds out that her parents are involved in the rebellion and how she gets her first taste of the rebellion. Not to mention, another hint about The Last Jedi dropped with the appearance of Crate in the novel. Now, there's a check, or I guess you could call it a name check in a way, but it's a throwback to another Claudia Gray novel that appears here in Leia, Princess of Alderaan as well, and I'm going to share that one with you after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so in the novel bloodline by claudia gray which is the princess leia novel that takes place six years before the force awakens it is revealed that darth vader was in fact princess leia's father revealed to the galaxy at large and it's done strangely enough because of a bizarre bit of family lineage and the way certain titles pass down through houses, okay? I'm not going to explain the whole thing to you, but what you need to know is this. There was a character named Lord Mellowin that showed up in the Bloodline novel who, you know, that title of something of Elder Houses was supposed to pass to Leia once Lord Mellowin was gone. And so she didn't want it, but there was somebody else who wanted it. Uh, and so Leia said, yeah, sure, you can have that title, whatever. And of course, it turns out this woman who wanted the title was connected to the burgeoning First Order and happened to get access to a whole bunch of archival stuff as part of this, which included 
a long lost and misplaced message that Bail Organa had recorded for Princess Leia to tell her the truth about her family history. So naturally, this other Gellet wanted it who was part of the New Republic Senate and secretly helping the First Order, right? She was from Arcanus, one of, you know, that planet, which is never mentioned in a good light in Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, so she, of course, managed to get the news leaked of this and... Of course, it damaged Leia's reputation tremendously and meant that she was not going to have anything to do with the Senate anymore, especially then when she started finding out about, oh, there's all sorts of weird stuff happening, and she started getting a whiff of what the First Order was up to. But it was fun to see Lord Mellowin show up pretty early in the novel, actually, get name-checked, and it's a nice throwback to Bloodline. And that is going to do it for today's podcast. So thank you again, always for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Friday or whatever day it happens to be when you're listening to this. And I also want to say, may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.